Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the 179th episode of Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And we are in a passage in Mark chapter 10, which is, correction, Mark chapter 9, which is challenging and sobering and, uh, I hope, encouraging here today. Let me just read it, and then I'll I'll do a little review where we've been, and then today where we're going to go. My goal today is to leave us with one good spiritual thought to carry with us on this day. The passage in Mark chapter 9 says, And if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better for you to enter life crippled than with two hands and go to hell, to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better for you to enter life lame than with two feet to be thrown in hell. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into hell, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. And then today's passage, salt is good. But if the salt is lost, its saltiness, how will you make it salty again? Have salt in yourself and be at peace with one another. When we first came across this passage, we talked about the healthfulness of it and the characteristics of of hell and its permanence and unpleasantness and obviously something to avoid. And then we looked yesterday at the causes, things that cause us to sin. And we we've concluded yesterday with Uh, my blank causes me to sin, and then the call to self-surgery. And then something that impressed me about the the passage was that when we go to the headwaters of the Mississippi, if you will, when we go to Itasca State Park, uh, we find not just isolation and desolation there with us and our sinfulness, we find the Lord basically saying, hey, I thought you'd never come. I'm so glad that you're here. I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting for you to agree with me. Uh, I'm glad that you agree with me about your sin. I've been dealing with sin for a long time, and I'll help you here. Uh, cut it off. I've, I've done this before. I've made a way uh, for this. So today, we're going to look at a passage uh, in the verses of 49 and 50. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its saltiness, how will you make it salty again? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. I think it's a crazy passage and, and difficult to interpret unless you know something, and that this is what you need to know to interpret this passage, that sacrifices to the Lord were always done with salt in the Old Testament. Leviticus chapter 2, verse 13, with all your offerings, you shall offer salt. So there's this relationship between salt and sacrifices, sprinkling salt on the burnt offerings. So when we know that sacrifices are to be made with salt and that God desires our sacrifices, but they're different in the New Testament, they're yielded hearts, um, and that sacrifice of self and holiness and sanctification is just part of the warp and weave of the Christian walk. It's not, woe is me, I've got to sacrifice myself and the Christian walk is hard. It's no, this is this is a normal part of what being a Christian 
uh, is. And I think the call here in this passage is to make the sacrifice, make sacrifices of yourself again. Don't get lazy about this. Um, make the sacrifice salty, uh, precious, tasty. I think it means to sharpen the sword as Christian of uh, as Christians and to double down on this. So when we hear this radical call for the excision about what might might cause us to stumble and what might cause us to sin, the Lord is asking us, hey, don't neglect that. Don't become, uh, if the salt has lost its saltiness, don't stop doing this. Don't be complacent. Uh, For the unbeliever, hell is at stake. And for the believer, holiness is at stake. So I think it's a call to a considered life, an assessed and repented of life, resolved to work on the areas. We talked about 10 of them, uh, the hand, the foot, the eye are mentioned in the passage, but we also talked about ear and stomach and tongue and brain and genitals and slothfulness with the butt and the heart with pride. So we talked about those uh, yesterday. Don't neglect those things as a believer uh, press on. I think it's a call to press on and continue to make the the sacrifices of, of uh, self, as it talks about in Romans chapter 1. So there is a, a fire of sanctification now. Uh, and let's not complain about it because it's certainly better than the fire of penalty and judgment if we don't do this. So I think the call here today is for us to be salty. Be salty, young man. Be salty, young woman. Be prepared for the sacrifice of self. Be prepared for this self-assessment that the scripture asks the believer to do. And then, unfortunately, the self-surgery that's required, cutting it off. It's And then, and then that part, for sure, is hard. It's part of this Holy Spirit hounding us and, and, and saying, you know, your sin, your ongoing sin, it's really not okay and we're going to have to do a little self-surgery here. So the Lord is calling us to be sacrificial in our areas of unholiness as we uh, as we enter this normal process of Christianity, which is sacrifice and holiness and sanctification. So the Lord is calling us to be salty. Salt is good. Sacrifice is good. This part of the Christian life is good. Don't be a person where the salt has lost its saltiness. Make it salty again. Have salt in your in yourselves. Be at peace with one another. I think the Lord is calling us here to be salty, my friend.